You're tuned in to Free City Radio Podcast. It is the 28th of September. I'm your host, Stefan Christoph. This is the 61st edition of the show. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, we, of course, share a new episode every Tuesday. And uh, it's a pleasure to share um, with you again this week. Um, the podcast this week is going to feature an interview with... Um, an artist uh, who is named Jameo Brown. Um, one of his many projects is Jameo Brown Transcendence, uh, which is a group that um, mixes composition, uh, field recordings. The project really focuses on bringing to light uh, black history um, within the context of the U.S. and more broadly. Uh, it's a project that uh, as you can tell by the name, focuses on the history of song and the creative spirit of liberation struggles from jazz to work songs um, that delve into the histories of black experience and the struggles uh, for liberation. The conversation with Jameo Brown gets into the details, so I'll uh, leave... Uh, that exchange with you so you can get a sense of um, our conversation which I actually recorded last night Um, it's the morning here in Montreal on the 28th of September 2021 and uh, I spoke with Jameo Brown last night Uh, he was in the Bay Area so here's our exchange And uh, it's a pleasure to share that with you here on the 61st edition of Free City Radio. Uh, It's morning time here in Montreal, so you can hear. Here's my uh, exchange with Jameo Brown. It's 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 already dark here, but (laughs) good to connect with you uh, out there on the western side of Turtle Island. Um, I've been following your work for a while. Um, so it's great to, to speak with you. Um, maybe uh, introduce yourself. And um, I know that you probably have a lot of projects on the go, um, including your ensemble. But I'll just first say, hey, and please uh, introduce yourself for our listeners. Yes, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, my name is uh, Jameo Brown. Um, I have been... Uh, been involved in music for uh shoot since i was around 17 years old even though my parents are both musicians and um yeah i'm a drummer conceptualist i kind of like thinking about music in in terms of concepts so i kind of really find that term um more uh, in line with how i think and and how i create um produce producer um and uh i would say jazz musician throw that on there all right yeah Yeah. i mean um there's a there's a lot to go on i I think that um your work i'm i love the fact that you have transcendence in the title um Mm -hmm. that points to a lot of things uh transcending you know past histories and legacies of injustice uh, through the arts. Uh, I get the sense Mm. that your work kind of points to that. Um, Maybe we could just 
look at this moment um, and, uh, you know, in the U.S., there's a lot of talk about coming together. Um, but, you know, people are raising the alarms about how can we come together if we don't um, transcend the past? Sort of um, music can, can obviously play a role in that. I, I don't know how you're feeling about, about your work in the current context that you're, 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 you're in right now in the U.S., Yes. Um, maybe I'll start with uh, reading a quote from a book where transcendence came from. Um, yeah, just grab that right here, if you don't mind. I think that will kind of help say things that uh, will give some perspective and some history. So um, this is the book that... Um, I got the idea of transcendence from here's the actual phrase on the other hand um, this is how the quote starts on the other hand through the singing of spirituals the enslaved were able to release their repressed emotions and anxieties and simultaneously experience the exhilaration of being creative under circumstances of unbelievable stress they sang hummed clapped moaned, stomped, and swayed themselves into a remarkable transcendence over their oppressive condition. And so dredged up the spiritual inspiration needed to endure until God would move to change their circumstances for the better. So that's, uh, that's kind of where I got the, the quote from. And um, I would say that in this particular quote, it really helped me realize something that I was seeking uh, unconsciously through playing music, which was the idea of music having a, a function beyond the function of uh, just performance. And, um, you know, at least within the, the Black experience, the American Black experience, the, the function of music from the very beginning was not rooted in, in performance. Uh, it was rooted in um, building community and healing and uh, supporting uh, the weak and, uh, and, and, and for worship. And so that idea of music being fundamentally um, useful for building community and healing and, and making it through struggle. It's kind of ingrained into what the, the blues or the spirituals, the earliest spirituals and work songs, it's kind of what the music was originally designed for. And um, it's definitely not uniquely an African-American function because you find that in a lot of folk music all around the world. Um, however, there was something quite unique that what came out of that particular African-American experience that um, ended evolving into a lot of the music that, at least in this country, is, is, is what we listen to today. Um, different parts of, the, the, of what those roots were. Um, so, 
music being used as a form of transcendence, um, I think is something that constantly inspires me to continue to grow and want to learn and to want to uh, serve with, 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 with that, with music for that specific purpose and tool. Um, maybe I'll just leave some space there. Yeah, and um, thinking also about what can't be put into words. Uh, when we think about history, often it's sort of framed mm -hmm. in dominant narratives that are coded mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. written to like sort of established frameworks. The trance and the spirituality often mm. is outside. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, um, funny trance and dance. Um, kind of woven in there and um, um, definitely I, I, I agree in that idea of music having these different layers that are able to bring us into different places in our consciousness seem to be uh, where transformation kind of can occur and um, once again, I think that's woven into a lot of the, the, the vehicles or musical devices that are found you know, within, within the music and how those devices affect um, how we see the world. Well, yeah, I, I was just like, you know, I was thinking about all that's gone down in the US in the last year and this mm. idea of like the good American or like, you know, uh, mm you know, back to this sort of idea of like this equitable place, which obviously has no actual basis in a lot of people's experience. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the black experience, the indigenous experience, a lot of uh, migrant communities. Um, uh, I loved what you were saying about the role of music and sort of attempting to transcend and survive. And the fact mm -hmm. that that sort of spiritual essence forms the entire basis of the entire like pop music framework. Um, I'm just wondering if you could talk about maybe the importance of addressing that particular point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's ironic. Um, it's uh, that history. Um, of how you know those were the very first spirituals and work songs and how they were used for um for those functions of healing and and transformation and transcendence and and uh to overcome they were eventually kind of codified and you know there's so much we could speak about in regards to how that history unfolded from, uh, you know, early 17th century to 2021. Um, but I would definitely say that my role or how I see my purpose is to continue to express how the roots of the music are what produce the tree and therefore 
if we want to continue to nourish um, the branches, uh, or at least in my situation, if I want to learn more about the branches, if I want to learn more about the tree, then understanding the roots is is so so fundamentally important to uh, to to growing, having a deeper understanding, and and uh, having context, um, and just for the fear, just for the the mere fact that what you can receive out of music can be so amazing, so powerful. What what we're able to receive from music um, is something that I constantly want to share um, just because of what is given me. And I want to share what has been shared with me. And uh, so I think a lot of my way of thinking is constantly figuring out, connecting those dots of contemporary music and showing how those dots link back to um, to those roots. And um, I think in a way that is social justice, that is automatically going to show common denominators that I think is really the key to unity. I think it's understanding some fundamental core common denominators um, by understanding, I think what 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 are the what are the things that are are the same, even though recognizing what the differences may be, um, it's easier said than done, as many of the civil rights civil rights activists would probably testify to. It's easy to recognize the problems, um, but to be able to find those solutions that actually really work. Um, is easier said than done. And I think that that ends up coming through through those common denominators. And music just happens to have a lot included um, in, in there. And uh, um, I think that's similar to what a lot of what M Martin Luther King's way of thinking was, was pointing out a lot of common denominators. Um, so yes. So at this time, uh, you know, we're uh, end of September 2021. Um, mm -hmm. Pandemic situation sort of is unfolding still. How's your mm -hmm. projects going? I mean, I I've heard your work. I've been listening to your work for about a year a year now. Um, a friend mm -hmm. of mine named Nawar, um, who's a beat maker based in Montreal, first sent me a link, and then I sort mm -hmm. of started listening to your stuff. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, where where are you at these days? What do you work? What are some projects that you're working on that that are exciting for you? Yeah, I just actually just got done tracking a new album. Um, throughout the pandemic, it was just focused on health and uh, my family, and uh, definitely being a performer through the pandemic was quite something that even a lot of that my elders, my own elders had never, of course, seen anything like before. And um, so a lot of reconfiguring uh, systems on, on, on my end um, to make sure everybody is getting what they need. Um, but I just got done tracking a new album called Street Cries. 
And what Street Cries uh, attempts to do is to trace some of the very first uh, music, some of the very first music that was transplanted from a lot of the fields uh, to to urban areas after the Great Migration. So after Great Migration, a lot of the a lot of the um, history of singing and music that had been developed through work songs and spirituals eventually started integrating into urban into urban areas. And so a lot of this music was expressed on uh, in the streets in the form of uh, uh, st- food vendors or uh, different different types of vendors. And and uh, so I got a chance to spend more time at the Library of Congress and Smithsonian and uh, African History Museum uh, finding samples of uh, of this music and uh, used it been using it as my inspiration for composition and just been discovering some some very interesting uh, just interesting roots that I had not been aware of before um, and so just got out of the studio with um, similar crew that was on work songs, uh, Chris Scholar and uh, Jaleel Shaw and uh, Brandon McCune. And um, yeah, just in the, in that post-production period now where a lot of my conception and, and a lot of that work comes in now. So yeah, that's what I've been really motivated, motivated by recently. So Wow. Wow. So new, new album on the horizon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Should be out. Should be, I'd say probably be out in the next couple, and I'm say four months, four months, five months in there. So kind of started taking our head up after everything kind of lifted with some of the COVID things slightly. Um, And so felt like might be the time just when, when to release it though always been challenging throughout this last two years of you know artists have definitely found the per you know well a lot of through the the a lot of the time in in through the pandemic i was creating a lot of music just for my own healing and family's healing and uh that's kind of the whole purpose of it you know and so i think that's one great characteristic that i i'm so thankful to 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 be aware of is not creating music necessarily for necessarily anyone else to be able to hear other than the people who are (laughs) in my own little community here so um a lot of that that happened a whole a lot throughout the pandemic just to just just to help us get through so respect respect um yeah uh, on that point, like um, I get the sense also when you're talking about the research that you take your time with releasing your projects, um, which in the mm-hmm. sort of like, you know, contemporary environment is not always sort of the path um, that mm-hmm. there's a lot of pressures to, you know, you're talking mm-hmm. about making music just for that process of healing or not like grappling with the sort of this urgent push in the music world. to yeah. just release 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 um yeah but i really got the sense also of the research involved in your work um and mm. sort of the historical ties you were talking about um in relation to the new album around the great migration um but yeah. also 
and in, in, in all your work, I, I get that sense of a lot of intentionality. Um, mm, mm. How, how is it to sort of like hold that <laughs> in, mm-hmm. in a music world that's telling, that's just, it's all about like, like yes. the hype. It's a great question, man. It's a great question. Um, I have, at least with this particular work with Transcendence and and the and this project, I have found that it's something that is uh, um, definitely not something about the, the subject matters are are something that I have a lot of honor and respect. For everything within that music and so um it's very much what my purpose is it's very much why i am here and why i am an artist um and so i cannot rush or force um uh i cannot rush my words or force my ideas faster than where the, the the rate and pace that they come from inside from 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 where they come from and therefore all of the pressure that comes from publicity and marketing and all these these other other places there's a, there's definitely good there's there has been and will continue to probably be <laughs> conflict in in regards to timing and things like this but i feel as if uh this particular work is work that i want to be very very deliberate intentional and intentional with because it's work that i i i a lot of the music that i listen to or inspired and inspired by are songs that i hope that that i believe will be still be relevant or fresh a hundred years away or uh not being you know the whole idea of transcendence being something not being limited by time or genre or um and i i think as an artist i've discovered that there is a specific place inside my uh a place that I can relate with internally when I can, t- when I I'm aware, I'm familiar when I am able to tap into that particular space, that it's not an intellectual space. It's not a, it's a, not a conceptual place. It, it, it comes from, uh, it, it, ha- it comes from a place that is, I'm not even fully controlling or conscious of, but I'm very aware when it's being released. Um, um, and it's something that I don't, I, I don't even, ru- I can't even myself rush or push forward faster than its natural process of, of being uh, a blossoming. And I think that in some ways artists, you know, we artists in general are, constantly going to be inspired by something or fed or filled up by something and then there's a time when all of that releases and um i don't think you can really force that process um if 
uh, at least the way I understand it to be. And so uh, hopefully uh, the financial side and all of those other areas <laughs> catch up <laughs> or are adjusted in the way that they need to, to be adjusted in order to serve um, that, because that's the whole, you know, after I'm gone, um, that's what I will, will have hoped to have left behind. Um, it's something that would be uh, something that I would be proud to listen to much later. Um, so I guess that is what, it's kind of what it's been so far and how it'll probably continue to be. Yeah, I mean, the whole like sort of history and arc of jazz relates so mm. heavily to a lot of what you're talking about. And it's always strange, you know, sometimes these days you walk into a, a shop and Alice Coltrane's playing or Don Cherry, mm. or something, you know, and I love it. But it's it's and that's great that like artists from that space, um, spiritual jazz legacy are being shared more and i'm uh, it's it's beautiful um but it's it's also that music just is so it has such a spiritual weight right and it sort of mm. also like speaks a lot to some of the aspects that that it seems are really present in your work which is sort of like that dialogue across generations mm. hmm mm-hmm well, jazz musicians in general are interesting because at least within our generation, you have to stutter the elders and um, you have a natural respect for uh, a generation that is older than yours. Um, because I come from a, also a musical family. My mother and father both play music. My grandfathers play music. Um, that definitely gave me some what of a diff unique perspective on how, how it is that I, I approach music and uh, what are those things that are common once again is, uh, you know, that the, you go through things in your life and hopefully those things that you've learned in your life will be useful <laughs> so that people don't have to reinvent the wheel uh, over and over in history as it seems that humanity tends to do. Um, and I think those things that end up resonating loudest are a culmination of generations and the people who have managed to preserve that process. Um, um, it's more concentrated. It's gonna have more relevance to um, what is, uh, I think. So, yeah, I also actually have been listening a lot to Alice Coltrane recently and find her one of the people that I'm fed by a lot in this time. Right on. Um, yeah. Thanks so much for um, taking the time to chat today. Really appreciate it. You've been listening to a conversation with uh, Jameo Brown. Uh, who is a composer and an artist um, based right now in the Bay Area in the U.S. His group, Jameo Brown Transcendence, is just awesome. I'd encourage people to uh, check out their work 
thank you so much to Jamail for being on the podcast this week, the 61st edition. Um, and of course, uh, Free City Radio, there is a new edition every Tuesday. Um, please uh, let your friends know, uh, encourage them to subscribe. Um, if you think that they would be interested in listening to uh, this show, of course, it is uh, a focus on the intersections of various movements for justice, also with a focus on the arts. I'm Stefan Christoph in Montreal, and um, yeah, find us around. We also have a weekly community radio show broadcasting every week at 11 a.m. on CKT 90.3 FM in Montreal. And uh, thanks again. I'll talk to you next Tuesday. I'll go out with a piece of music from Jamail Brown Transcendence. Talk to you soon. Take care. I'll be so glad when we're